you know, you're also using AI to help negotiate. How in the world does yeah. that work? So that's that's way that like we're getting into a whole other realm of happiness, okay. right? It's like that's real nerdy stuff right there. But when you're not super nerdy, you go off and you find other people who have created those kinds of systems like I have. So we created Holtec and Holtec is a CRM first, but that CRM comes with automations and AI integrations that help you process a deal flow through the correct. So it's going to be a deal with an agent and it's going to go from when you upload the property through the entire negotiation process. Welcome to another episode of the Wholesale Elite Podcast. I'm Aisham Hipsher, joined by my dude, Mr. Tanner Santucci. What up, bro? What's going on? Guys, man, I'm living the dream. And here we are again, number two, second time around, the baddiepreneur herself, Miss Evasazo. How are you, man? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm excellent. I'm excellent. I am so excited to jump into what we're going to talk about today because I think a lot of people are just scratching their head or they want to they want to understand this this topic. They they you hear all about it. You hear about ChatGPT, you hear about, you know, artificial intelligence, AI. But people are like, "How do I use it? Like, what can I what can I do with this thing?" And I've been watching you, you know, on social for a while now, and you're always ahead of the game. Like you're always <laughs> out there doing some stuff that we should be doing, but you're getting it done. And <clears throat> I know that that you have acquired, you know, an expertise in this. And so, thank you so much for for coming on the show and, and sharing all that you've learned, um, you know, recently. And I can't wait to learn more about whole tech and 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 everything else that you've got going on so if you could just give the folks that maybe haven't seen or listened to the first episode just a little bit of your background yeah so i've been wholesaling for i think it's over three years now i mean at this point i've stopped keeping track yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but it started in the summer of 2020 um and I've been doing really well. Uh, last time we talked, I had, you know, like 12 employees. I was open in three markets. I'm still open in those three markets. I still have all those employees. Um, the only difference is we've 10x our business by implementing AI. Um, and that's pretty much it. I do all on market. So, you know, I'm always working with agents. I don't do any of the traditional stuff. That's what kind of made me different about last podcast. Um, yeah, you were the original like yeah. agent outreach person. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. O OG, OG. Well, I'm OG with Jamil. And then Ryan and I are like one of the first in his uh, little community that were really doing a lot of heavy, heavy, heavy agent stuff. For sure. Agent, Ryan. Er, Ryan is an agent. So of course he yeah. is. We, uh, I just talked to him uh, just a few days ago. Um, his his interview is going to be coming out. I'm not sure if it's before or after mm -hmm. yours, but that was a great talk uh, with yeah one one of the other OGs. And so, um, yes, I am so excited to to dive into this. So yeah, everyone, I mean, go go 
definitely, you know, look at that episode uh, and and hear her story because she dropped some nuggets in there on just mindset and how to overcome some crazy adversity in life uh, yeah. to make no excuses, you know, and, and to push forward. And so you're so far from that now, um, but it, it's just a good, you know, lesson for a lot of people who may kind of be stuck, you know, there, but let's get, let's get you unstuck and let's get you guys learning uh, about AI. So talk to us a little bit about what's going on now. Um, we're not far off from where we were last year. We're doing obviously a lot better just in the same markets financially. Um, we're having a little bit more consistency. That might be a little bit because of the market change, but I also think it has a lot to contribute to AI. Sure. Um, we've implemented AI in our business to a point where it is doing the follow-up so much better than a human ever could. Um, it's analyzing data so much better than a human ever could. It's really good at negotiating <laughs> because, wow. you know, humans, we you, sometimes when you're in this business, and I'm sure some people are going to relate to this, is like you have this feeling on a deal and it's like you're excited and you're nervous and you're and you've got a little bit of anxiety about it and you just want to agree to the the price sure. right yeah okay yeah yeah let's get this deal sold right. okay, sign the paper <laughs> whereas the ai is just like nope. i don't give a nothing about emotions i'm going to get the price that i want and so it doesn't have that i don't want to say it's a bad thing because we're human and we're supposed to have that, but it just doesn't have that emotional effect. So it sure. isn't affected in that way. It can totally get things done. Whereas humans, we're just like kind of tripping ourselves up or some, we'll do something where we'll kick ourselves in the butt later. And the sure. AI doesn't have that. Sure. Hold back. Well, let me ask how, okay. So, so for me, you know, like I have very big, I'm probably like most people listening uh, and watching, my, with my understanding of AI and of, you know, chat GPT and all the other different things that, that you can, you can use. <clears throat> where, where does one, where should one start when they're, when they're looking into learning about this stuff? I mean, there's so much information on YouTube now that talks about AI, but just like with wholesaling, you watch all this YouTube stuff, right? And you get a little bit lost in the sauce. And it kind of depends on what you want to do with AI that will determine where you want to start. If you okay. want AI to be implemented in your business, then you're probably going to look for like for a software that probably has it all done because you're probably not going to go out of your way to learn everything about AI unless you're nerdy like me. Sure. If you're not super geeky like that and tech savvy, then you're probably going to want to find a company that's already doing something. If you just want to use AI to create social media content or write you emails, of course, ChatGPT, it's, it's the goat in this industry. Right. Um, but there's so many different programs out there nowadays that really there's, you could find something if you type in artificial intelligence or, or something like that to help you. I would say that if you wanted to play with it, ChatGPT is free. So go on to ChatGPT and play with it. I, I use it today. It's not just like the AI that I use to negotiate the deals is one thing. And ChatGPT is another. And I use ChatGPT to help me with emails. So sometimes you get into a situation where an agent isn't performing or isn't following their code of ethics, or there's something inside of the contract that you know protects you in the deal, but you don't really know how to say it in the correct way. And 
that's where ChatGPT is really strong. Like you can type out what you're thinking and those thoughts going through your head and how you're trying to put it together in an email to be professional and concise and follow along with the contract to help you defend your, you know, argument. Right. And typing your thoughts like that into ChatGPT. So for example, you said, um, according to the contract, it says that we have a mediation period of 10 days or something like that. Like, can you please refer back for Fuller? It's the far bar. Can you refer to the far bar and use that in a, in a response email to this agent stating our claim or whatever? It will write a nice, long, very professional email with statements from Farbar that will really help you in your argument. And it also makes it very unemotional again. So when you send that email, you're having a much more professional conversation where the agent might just come back and go, oh, I'm sorry, you're correct. Mm -hmm. Instead of you typing out an emotional email that doesn't make much sense because you don't know how to say what you're trying to say. and And then you and the agent are just back and forth arguing through email. I see. I see. Okay. Now, okay. So outside of, of chat GPT, you know, to, to help you write words, you know, write copy and, and content and whatnot, you were, you're saying you're, uh, you know, you're also using AI to help negotiate. How in the world does yeah. that work? So that's, that's way that like, we're getting into a whole other realm of happiness, okay. right? It's like, that's real nerdy stuff right there. But when you're not super nerdy, you go off and you find other people who have created those kinds of systems like I have. So we created Holtec and Holtec is a CRM first, but that CRM comes with automations and AI integrations that help you process a deal flow through the correct. So it's going to be a deal with an agent and it's going to go from when you upload the property through the entire negotiation process. Um, Initially, when you upload the property, you, the system will do the math. The AI will do the math based on the parameters that you trained it on because you have to train the AI. Right. Um, and then it'll do the math and you will approve the math. And then at that point, it'll negotiate the deal for you. So it will send the offer email and then it will send a kind of like a notification text to the agent saying, hey, Paul, we sent you an offer on 123 Apple Street. Uh, let us know what you think. And then Paul will respond, right? And the bot will take over from there and say, hey, thanks for responding. Like we sent our offer, but we have a couple questions. Is this property happen to be like a 1031 exchange? Does it um, have a tenant? Is it vacant? Will it be vacant at close? It, what year is the roof? What year is the AC? Like all these different little data points it's gathering throughout the conversation. It's not like vomiting all that at once. It's sure slowly putting it in the conversation where it makes most sense does it and so go ahead i'm sorry does it know let's say like in you know since these are on market let's say in the listing the agent will you know say some of these things will will the ai like pull that info out and not ask for for those things if you input it through the notes yes however right now it's there's not any program out there. And that's kind of something we're working on next. It privy batch leads, none of them actually let you pull the notes like that. Right, right. So if you manually input the notes, it will for sure. But if, if no system will let you pull a CSV of those notes, it's not going to know. 
I you see. have to manually put it in. Yeah. It's more the other guys that are preventing us from doing that than us ourselves. I see. And I would imagine that's probably not even an issue. Like, have you run into any issues like that with agents where it's like, I said it in the listing that it's, you know, it's got a five-year-old roof. Have you run into that? So no, not really, but you will get agents that say, um, basically they'll tell you to look at the agent remarks in the MLS but then the AI understands to respond back to them as I'm not an agent, I'm an investor, so I don't have access to that kind of information. And so then the agent's like, oh, oh, yeah, well, then and then they just kind of word vomit, you know, all the information onto you because they realize, oh, you have no idea where that would be. You can't have access to that, you know. Let me help you. Let me get your money. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's wild. Okay, so awesome. so whole tech. I, I, I cannot wait to, to look more into this. So for like Tanner and I, we, we, we're in the land space. Um, is it mostly just for properties yeah. or could it help with land as well? So the AI is, and this is what I explain to people a lot, like on TikTok and stuff like that, because they ask similar questions, right? Can it do direct to seller? Can it do creative finance? And the answer is, yeah, it can do all of it. Because nice. the AI is a brain and it's not like a copy and paste type scenario where like, if this, then that kind of thing, literally there's no workflows in the background. It's just a, a prompt that's basically like the directions and the rules for the AI. And then as time goes on, you can create Q&A based scenarios to teach it how to better respond to things. So for example, one time the... AI understood and knew that we had an address, but that address was like a PO box mailing address. So when they provided that address to the agent, the agent said, well, this is just a mailing address. I want like a physical address and kept hounding the AI for a physical address. Well, we never taught the AI that we had a physical address because we don't, we don't have a, mm -hmm. we don't have an address for anyone to come to. So the AI pulled an address from our market, which was in Vegas and gave it to the agent. Now that address was actually to a dental office. <laughs> nice. It had nothing to do with us. And I had to go back and fix that. Bad AI. With one, the agent, and then two, the AI. And I had to tell the AI, um, you know, what is your address? And then I had to teach the AI to, to respond similar to, we don't have a physical address for you to come to because we're um, virtually in several different states, but we do have somewhere you can mail something to. And if you need to meet somebody, we can arrange for something uh, for that to happen or whatever. I so see. we had to, yeah, train it based on a Q and A. And then I had to go tell the agent like, oops, sorry. That, <laughs> Man. Okay. that was uh, not right. <laughs> so a whole, a whole, a uh, whole tech. Let's talk a little bit more about that. When, Cause you know, you're an entrepreneur and yeah. Like most entrepreneurs, you know, you create something because of a need in the marketplace. It's not like you just saw these dollar signs. You're like, oh, I'm going to get rich doing this. Typically, you build something for yourself and then you realize, wait a minute, other people can use this. Uh, what was the story? Talk us, you know, take us a little bit into the story, into how Holtec, you know, came about. So Holtec's been on this journey with me since the beginning, basically. Um, and it's evolved as I've evolved and it's evolved as technology has evolved. Um, Holtec originally was several different programs. That was one giant hot mess. Um, it was like Airtable and different funnels and different forms. And 
just different SMS programs and email blasting programs, just all just, they were just everywhere. And you were just right. like clicking in and out of different programs. It probably was like nine of them combined. So it was a hot mess, but that was whole tech up until about maybe honestly till about March of this year. Oh, wow. And okay. about March of this year is when we were able to consolidate it all into one system and then amplify its abilities through AI, connect AI to it, connect it to OpenAI, connect it to ChatGPT4, and so that it could not only be a CRM system and a calculator and everything else that it is, but it also could replace our acquisition managers and negotiate our deals for us. So I see. I see. Yeah. I know you sent uh, you sent over a presentation, and I definitely look forward to looking into that. What does that presentation cover? Is it does it kind of just show you the uh, you know the not the behind the scenes, but does it show you how that program works? It gives you an idea of how it works. Yeah, so we actually show that presentation, um, that presentation or similar options of that presentation every Tuesday and Thursday. So if you go to my TikTok. Um, you can go to my little link in bio and sign up to see the presentation. And it'll tell you when our next one is, but that presentation kind of talks a little bit about some of the things we've talked about here about how I use chat GPT and then also how I've taken AI to the next level and use whole tech. And it kind of shows you how we do the drag and drop scenario, get the program, the green light to go and how it negotiates. And then it's got some, views of conversations that the AI has had and how it's negotiated on a deal. Um, and then it shows some results. So for example, in the first 30 days, we separated him, or I say him, but his name is Techie. So whole tech is the company, Techie is the boss. Nice. <laughs> um, so Techie, we separated him from the rest of the company. And for 30 days, he was on his own with 50 properties and he closed three of those and making wow. us about 30,000 extra. So that, is kind of what the whole presentation is about. It shows you how that happened and it breaks it down and gives you visuals so that you can see what it really looks like. That, wow, that's phenomenal. <laughs> I, man, I'm so ready to, to look into this. Um, that, Ella, that, that's crazy. Um, yeah. Look, so I, I'm, we're definitely gonna come back to whole tech, but I wanna talk to you about your books because I know you've written some books oh. as well. I have. Yeah. I don't want this to just be like a, a promotion fest. This isn't it guys. Like we don't talk for that long <laughs> before the podcast. And so this is just like a catch. No. So talk to us about yeah. the books. I want to know about these. Uh, I mean, you can see this one back here. That one is a book I wrote about my pig. <laughs> so that was the first book I ever wrote. It's a children's <laughs> book. Um, it's about her traveling the world and eating a bunch of vegetables in different places. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> it belongs to uh, my nonprofit. And anytime you buy the book, the proceeds go into um, a savings account for my cousin's daughter. My cousin was uh, killed in an accident. She was in a car accident about two years ago and she left behind her little girl. And uh, we put a, we created a foundation for her in her name. And the entire foundation is owned by her daughter, Ava. Mm -hmm. And then, um, all the proceeds go into her savings account, which builds interest. It's kind of like an IRA. Um, and so when she turns 21, she'll probably have like $120,000 in there to wow. awesome. She'll have a, I'll, I'll have make sure she has a financial advisor to, 
for sure <laughs> guide her in the right way with what she wants to do with that but yeah so that's my first book and then what's it called um, it's called winnie the pig travels the world winnie the pig <laughs> <laughs> I love winnie it. the pig Travels where can, the world. Where can yeah. I get that book at? Because I definitely want to buy that. It's on Amazon. So just type in Winnie the Pig Travels the World. It's on Amazon. She's literally like in a plane and she goes to Mexico and she eats veggie tacos. <laughs> it's like That's little awesome. stories like that. And then she goes home and she goes to bed after her all her travels. She has a big day. <laughs> Knowing you, this this book is like based on real stories. It, it has to yeah. be. <laughs> It's a little bit. So obviously I have a pig. Her name is Winnie. And then she traveled in the RV with us when we traveled, you know, for about 11 months, we went to 15 different States, saw about 42 different cities. So that's awesome. She traveled all over the U S this is just her traveling around the country now. <laughs> Dang. Tanner, you got to step your game up, man. Winnie the pigs done more traveling than you, bro. Back, dude. <laughs> I, I'm a homebody. I'm a homebody. So, yeah, same. Now that I have a house, I don't ever leave. I have a, I have that damn expensive ass car. And I was just thinking the other day, I pay for this car. I love this car. It's my dream car. But I, I only spend like fifty dollars in gas like once every two weeks because I go so rarely anywhere. That's so funny. It's I wish I was only spending fifty dollars of gas in two weeks. Right. Like fifty dollars a day in my truck. Oh, well, you got a truck, but you got a gas guzzler over there. I do, unfortunately. (laughs) What's the other book? The other book is about wholesaling, and it talks about um, all the stuff that I use. AI is mentioned in there. Whole tech is mentioned in there. And basically goes over my six-step process and how we launch into a new market or how we are able to launch Mm -hmm. into a market and 90 days later, you know, hand it off to the employees. And if we want to go and launch it to another market, or it's already producing 30 to 50 K in that 90 day period with employees running it instead of you running it. Wow. What's the name of that book? We definitely need to get that out. That book is called on market secrets on market secrets. Okay. We're definitely going to link all this stuff up and we won't use it. It's also on Amazon, but that one. So right now that one releases September 15th. Perfect. Can we pre-order? You can buy the unedited version. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. All right. So although uh, the non-extended version is on Amazon right now, but the fully edited and extended version goes up September 15th. September 15th. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll air this a little closer to that date just to Sweet. help that out. That'd be awesome. All right. On market secrets. So six steps to launch in a new market in 90 days and be crushing it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, did you use chat GPT at all to help with these books? With Winnie? No, that was all just me. I mean, it's like two sentences on page. <laughs> yeah, it's a kid's book. Yeah, pictures. It's a kid's book. But with uh, On Market Secrets, yeah. So I first actually have another book that's about wholesaling, but it was literally like me just playing with chat GPT to see if it could write a book. And I've never sure. like released it or anything. But it was like the trial run before we did All Market Secrets. So then I started writing All Market Secrets. And anytime I got stuck, I would take like the last two or three paragraphs that I had. And then I'd put it into ChatGPT and I'd tell it, please help me elaborate on this in my tone. And so then it would start writing more in my tone and it would add more. I'd have to go in there and correct it and fix it a little bit based on like whole tech stuff because it had no idea what whole tech was. So I had to like educate it on that. But (laughs) for the most part, yeah, it just... It helped me 
elaborate more on the book. Otherwise, we'd probably have a book that's like 40 pages. <laughs> I see. I keep hearing about um, prompts. Like prompts are really important to, I guess, understand. How important are prompts? Like, is it, are we at an age now where Chad, like, where like you don't have to be so specific in your prompting? I feel like an old person, like trying to explain the internet. <laughs> uh, no. So, okay. So prompts are like super duper crucial. So okay. imagine we're looking at a stick figure, right? And it's just a blank stick figure. He's not cool at all. He's got nothing going on. But we want to put some Nikes on our stick figure. And maybe he's wearing a Speedo and a baseball cap. I don't know. We're just going to give him some things, right? But we have to dress him up and turn him into a character. And that's what prompting is. You're dressing up and turning your AI into a character so that it will give you better responses. Because without the prompts, it's going to give you something that's very generic and probably doesn't match exactly what you're looking for. With the prompt, it's better. So a bad prompt would be like, write me an SMS to an agent. That's a terrible prompt. Hmm. If you wanted a better prompt, you would say, write me a 140 character SMS message to an agent in response to their rejection of my offer. That is a much better response. And even better response is you are the world's best negotiator. Write me a 140 character SMS message to an agent who has rejected my offer of blank and um, they came back with, you know, blank. Right. Wow. And the property has blank, blank and blank wrong with it. It's going to create a much, much better answer for you. That's more direct and gets you to where you want to go as opposed to the very beginning one that says, write me an SMS to an agent. That's not oh. getting you anywhere. That's powerful. <laughs> and you can tell it, you are the world's best negotiator. So it's mm -hmm. almost sentient. Yeah, you're dressing it. It's like the, like I was saying, the stick figure. We've got right. a blank stick figure. The stick figure that you said, write me an SMS to an agent. That's the blank guy. He's got nothing going on. But when you say you're the world's best negotiator, trained by whoever, right? That's when you put your Nike shoes on and your Speedo and your baseball cap. <laughs> oh, dude. Wow. So trained by Chris Voss or something. Okay. Yeah. I want to play with this now. This sounds fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're going to be addicted once you do. Yeah, I was about to say, Chad GPT, like I have honestly, it's became an addiction because it's it like is. what you're saying with the prompts. Even though Chad GPT isn't the best AI out there, it's for, for free. I mean, it's the best resource I think any business owner can have because like you were talking about with the prompts, you dress it up. I've noticed that when I've played with it, I'll in, I started to input like super vague, you know, prompts to ask what to do. And then I'll just simply start asking more and more. And then the responses, it's just like, and then like, you can say, I want 50 response, like that SMS example you gave, instead of just saying, Hey, give me one response of 140 characters that counter offer this, whatever, da, da, da. you can say, give me 50 responses to this. And then you can go in and pick which ones you want. Mm -hmm. to use. Like, that's the cool part about it. Yeah. And then with ChatGPT, you get a thread for each conversation that you start. And the AI mm -hmm. just learns more and more as you're building that thread. So I have a thread that I created. So first I have AI that breaks up. Like if you go onto my TikTok and watch my videos, you'll notice that I just have random little 30 second videos all from my TikTok lives. Like I literally don't make any content. I just chop up all my TikTok lives and read reuse them smart. so that we can work smarter, not harder here. Right. Right. <laughs> Cause I'll be on TikTok live for two hours. So <laughs> we chop all that up. We make like, I don't know, 30 videos out of it or more. And out of those 30 videos, it gives me a transcript. 
So I grabbed the transcript and I put it in ChatGPT and ChatGPT instantly starts to understand who I am, what my tone is, how I talk, what I teach. And so I've done that so many times and said, you know, create a 2200 character description for this TikTok video, right? So I've built that over months. Now I use that same thread and I say, create me five 30 minute trainings to go on TikTok live about based on the information above. It knows what I train. It knows what I talk about because of all the information above and it creates me five different like, okay, go on TikTok and talk about how to find buyers using a reverse method. Like I didn't have to tell it any of that. All I had to say was create me five trainings based on the information above. And it just looked at everything above and was like, all right, do all this, 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 that, 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 that. It created me a bunch of trainings. That was today. That was- Unreal. <laughs> today yeah, I was lazy. Help me. <laughs> When it, when it when it spits out the training, is it is it just giving you like bullet pointed topics or how does that work? It depends on how <laughs> it depends because sometimes it'll go super in depth without you asking it. And sometimes you have to ask it and it'll go super in depth. So if I was like, create me a 30 minute training that I could do on TikTok live, um, one subject, but needs to have like five points, it'll build all that out for me. And then I'll say, Anna needs to have a homework assignment. And it'll create me a homework assignment for the students too. Oh my gosh. My mm-hmm. mind is blown. It's, it's so dope. It's so it's cool. So <laughs> my mind is blown. There's, <laughs> there's, a, um, there's a software that I use uh, for, for the podcast um, called Podium, I think it is. And um, I upload the audio. It's pretty wild. I upload the audio after I edit it and it spits out a ton of different, um, you know, topic names, like, like, or, uh, you know, names of the podcast. And then it gives me like four different versions of show notes. Um, it times out everything, timestamps, everything. It's unreal. Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, this is wild. Like it, so Opus clip is what I use to, to take the two hour TikToks and it cuts it up. I think you get to do like two or three hours for free and then you pay for it, but I only pay sure. like a hundred bucks a month. And right. I get like, 20 hours of chopped up content and that will last me at least like two two months probably a month i mean we post five times a day right now so it lasts us five times 30 wow <laughs> is tiktok your main platform yeah do you uh do you also carry over stuff over over to youtube at all or are you mainly on tiktok so that's happened in the last 30 days right so i don't need as many employees to run my business because i have the ai so i've I don't want to let anyone go, but right, so I right. just diversified them. I said, okay, start doing this. So like over the last 30 days, they've been like, we got five posts a day going on TikTok. We've got now we just started last week, YouTube shorts. They're moving the information over there. They started posting on my IG reels. Like I never did anything on IG. I was just always like, text me on IG. Cause I'll respond faster. Don't text me on TikTok Cause I don't understand how the messaging platform works there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. It's all jumbled together, <laughs> but yeah. So like, we're spreading myself out as I see. much as we can now. Yeah. Right on. Well, okay. So let's go back to whole tech because I'm, I'm fascinated by this. Um, you, you've told your story about kind of why, why, you know, or how it came about, I should say. Um, let's talk a little bit about, I know you said it can do, you know, it's like, it's a brain and it can, it can do anything, but who is this software specifically built for? It's specifically for wholesalers who want to do agents. So if they want to do on market, if they want to work with uh, agent outreach, that's who we're mainly for right now, because 
I don't believe in mass blasting. I don't believe in mass blasting random agents either. I believe in going direct to the hot, hot deals. So we teach you to mainly focus on the real estate agents who already have the listings that you want. Mm. And so you're not mass blasting, which goes against all the A to P D Right. (laughs) Whatever laws they got going on now. Right. Because you can't mass blast sellers anymore. Come August 31st, you're going to be blocked. It's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wrap. So like you have to go and get um, certified or you have to be trusted. Go to the trust center and get like the thumbs up that you can do things. But that means all your messages are going to get pushed out with like a stop. If you want to unsubscribe kind of Mm. thing. So we understand that the, the spamming isn't going to happen anymore, which honestly, nobody saw that lasting for a long time. Anyway, it's just too much. So it's like, we want you to build genuine connections and we want you to go after quality leads, real leads, not just randomly blasting an agent who probably doesn't even practice. They do hair or something else. Right. And they just happen to have a license because maybe they bought a house or their sister bought a house or, and then they never did anything else with it. Right. So it's like, why are you calling up that person? There's no point. You got to call the people who have the hot, hot listings. So you do small mass text message blasting. So people who are interested in using AI to negotiate their deals and working with agents, working smarter, not harder, like this is for them. We will be expanding into like sub two and stuff like that, but we're not looking to have anyone who like doesn't care what they're doing and like right. mass blast a bunch of people and be spammy like that. Cause honestly, that's not a long-term business plan guys. For sure. Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. And, and I'm glad that you're, you're, you're thinking long-term with this product. And so it seems like, I know there's other softwares out there that do, you know, they're more for, uh, I say agent outreach in terms of, you know, talking to a bunch of agents to, get them to send you deals. And so that's more of a mass blasting thing. Whereas you're yeah. kind of going at, at a sniper approach where you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you, you find the deals, you feed it to this software and this software just takes it to the finish line. Yep. So it will go and make the offers. Let's say the agent says, no, it will put it in a rejected folder, but that doesn't mean it is the, the AI knows not to take no as an answer. So that's not the end of the game. The AI is like, wow. okay, well, then I'll follow up you up with you once a week for seven weeks. And it'll follow up constantly. Now, like, let's say this um, agent stops answering us after three to five days. The AI will send us, like, an SOS text message that says, like, hey, Agent Bob won't respond about property Apple Street. Uh, we're requesting a manual call. So, like, oh, sick. The, yeah, the AI just is, like, he's crazy. It's a full-on acquisitions manager. It really is. That's wild. Techie. Techie's doing his thing. <laughs> She's so cool. Man. All right. God, Tanner, what do you got, man? I'm, I'm like, my brain is melting over here. I'm just thinking of all the possibilities of how we can work with you outside of this on our land business. Because I mean, how you're approaching this is how we approach land. It really is. Mm-hmm. And, we're, and, and we're unique in that way where we don't do the spray and pray method at all. We're very targeted. Um, yeah, we, we I love that spray and pray. Yeah, that's literally it, though. You are spraying it. And as coming from a marketing background, it's like telling my marketing clients, like, don't just post and pray. We're not posting and praying. Same thing with wholesale. We're not spraying and praying. Like, yeah. it's just, yeah, 
you might get something great out of that, sure. but it's just going to take a lot of money and a lot of time. And I'm about quick results. I yeah. That and, to say. <laughs> and piss off a lot of people, you know? Yeah, you do. <laughs> and then, and then they're like, I hate wholesalers. And you wonder why. And they honestly have no idea what wholesalers are really like. They just have sure. this idea that we just mass blast them and we're spammy or whatever, just because of whatever program allowed people to do it. True. Just so true. Um, well, so I, I don't want to, you know, uh, belabor the point. I, I will probably keep this episode fairly, fairly concise. Um, I do want to ask, like, how can people find out more about Holtec? Yeah, they can go to beta.holtech.io. That's our main website. It will tell you everything that we offer there. You can also watch a demo there. You can follow me on TikTok. I'm talking about it all the time. Um, you can go to TikTok and click the link in my bio and it'll take you to where you can register for one of our live webinars where I talk about it and how it's how I use the strategy of going direct to agent and to those hot, hot leads. And then how I use AI to pretty much do the dirty work that I don't want to do. <laughs> no, for real. No, I know a lot of these these softwares, especially in the real estate world, they're a little pricey. Um, yeah. Would you say that you're one you're one of the pricier ones as well? Are you a little more affordable or? So we are on the little higher inside, but that's because we have a patent, a patent pending for mm. this AI. So we are exclusive and awesome. uh, anyone who tries to copy us later on will get a, they'll have to start paying me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and because it's done through, through, through AI that, that has, you know, unique feedback, it's not like... It's not like it's getting the same messages to the to the same Never. or to different agents. Yeah, right? completely unique conversation. Yeah, always unique. It goes around the same. It builds around the same Q and A's, right? So, like, you have that Q and A panel to teach the AI. Like, if they ask what our address is, we tell them that we don't have an address. Blah blah blah. It will build around that answer, but it's never word for word the same. Hmm. It's not like a copy and paste. It's not like an if this then that post this. It says, okay, they told us that we don't have an address, but if we wanted to book an appointment and it'll do it corresponding to the message. So let's say they said, what's your office? I'd like to meet up. He wouldn't say the same thing as we don't have an office. He would say something more like we can schedule a meetup, but we don't have an office for you to attend as we do most of our work virtual. Smart. Okay. He'll change it around a little bit to really hone in on what they're actually asking. I see. I see. Now, it, I, obviously, we're no tech tech wizards or, or anything, and, and we're probably not even asking that good of questions. What's what's the <laughs> no, question that? Oh, we are okay. Good. What, what's the question that either you get asked the most that you like answering, or the question that we didn't ask that people probably should know? Um, I mean, you guys ask pretty good questions. Are they're, they're, they're pretty much the same questions that everybody else asks, except for, I think it's more that people are always in disbelief hmm. that they're always like, it can really do that. And I'm like, yeah, it can do that. It's a brain. And they're like, it's a wait, but how does it do this or that? Or how does it respond to this? And I'm like, it's a brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's like having a human, just imagine a humans there. Cause that's what it is. And okay. people have a hard time believing that. They always are like, I can negotiate the deal. Like, what if the agent says this? I'm like, well, he'll either have a rebuttal or because if he doesn't have anything to go off of, 
he will halt, not answer, and then send you an SOS because mm. he's like, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> help, 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 I'm down. <laughs> okay, if, if, if you're a senior person or you're just not tech savvy at all, can you still benefit from this? Yeah, it's it's super anti-tech savvy. So I'm the tech savvy person, right? But I'm so... I always, I always like to quote like the book titles of, um, you know, wholesaling for dummies or whatever, but I right. always feel like that's mean. <laughs> so it's that. not for dummies. Nobody's a dummy, but it's that easy. So I basically created it for like AI wholesaling with AI for dummies kind of thing. God. It's, it's supposed to be so easy that a monkey could probably do it. You know, okay. I know everybody says that, but I feel like that's what we go by. Right? At least you didn't that's say caveman because I think that's true. A caveman can do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's patented. Um, okay, so TikTok, for anyone who is not watching, you are at Baddiepreneur on TikTok, I'm assuming? Yeah, at Baddiepreneur. Awesome. I'm at Baddiepreneur on everything. On everything. And then Holtech, beta.holtech is whole, W-H-O-L-E-T-E-K.io. T-E-K, yeah. Yeah beta.holtech.io. That's beautiful. And then eventually I'm assuming at some point the beta is going to be dropped and then people will just be able to go to holtech.io and, and that'll be it. Yep. Once, uh, once we're out of beta, so technically we are still in beta right now because we just launched in March. Um, basically it took me from March to May to take all those nine programs and, and put them into one and then add AI to it. I see. And then since May, we've been trying to master everything we can with it. Any kinks, um, we've been trying to work those out. So those are that's pretty much done. I haven't had anyone come up with anything else except for like people just want to add crazy shit now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> people are like, can we make it do this? And of course, I'm the entrepreneur who's like, well, well let's maybe. see. <laughs> <laughs> can it make me so, a recipe? Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> someone asked today they're like can we add, can we make it make its own notes and i'm like oh yeah this is just how you do that and so then i put that feature on for everybody but oh, it, now funny. it's just people are like can we do this can we do that so <laughs> during beta we do have like a, a lifetime option for everybody mm. but after beta when it turns into holtech.io it will be 1997 to set up your ai and then it's 297 a month to maintain the system Dang. All right. So y'all heard it here first. Like jump on that. This, I cannot wait to watch this thing unfold. Eva. Like this is, this is, you're such a badass. That's, that's incredible. That's awesome. Yes. Thanks. Oh man. To, to be in your circle, we are blessed. So look guys, go out there and, and look into this stuff, like buy it, uh, subscribe, do do whatever you have to do because like I know, uh, and she gives her all into anything she does and she does it the right way with a lot of future foresight into it. And so, um, th this is incredible and I, I can't wait to look into it myself. Um, Eva, thank you so much for coming on. Thank again. you. Yeah, this is this has been fun. I want to see the pig next time. You got to hold the pig up. Like, uh, yeah, right. She's like a hundred pounds. Winnie, <laughs> Winnie needs to be a star thing. on here. Yeah, she's a dense thing. little thing. Good. She's a hundred pounds. I thought she. Yeah, a you pig. can see her on like some of my. So she was tiny when she was a baby. With okay, those, those mini pigs. Just public service announcement. Everybody, when you see those 
teacup pigs. There's no such thing. A mini pig is truly about 75 to 150 pounds. And then you go pot belly. Pot belly is like 150 to 300. Then you go farm pig. Farm pigs are fucking like 700 pounds. <laughs> Let's go. But she used to be like this tiny. And now oh. she's just, I can't A even beast. pick her up. I'm, <laughs> no, just like, yeah. If, if it floods here in Florida, girl, you better learn to swim. <laughs> Stick some floaties on her. That's Stick hilarious. Stick some floaties on her little stump legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again. Uh, I can't, can't wait to have you come back on here and, and talk about the success of, um, you know, all that whole tech has happened. And I want to hear, I, I really want to hear about the success of the book, um, you know, for your, yeah. you said it was for your niece, right? Uh, yeah, but that's been out for about two years now. So she, that book's doing pretty good. It sells oh, good. a couple dozen copies, I think, a month. Nice. Um, and that's just random. I don't really promote that all that often. I do in like my tiny little inner family circle. Sure. I know that there's a lot of people who like to buy it because it's only like five bucks. You buy a, a couple copies. Like I have a couple copies sitting there now because right. I just bought them to pass out to the schools and stuff. I leave them at the grocery stores, the doctor's office. It's a great just, idea. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna buy a bulk of them and do that. That that makes sense. Okay, hey, it's, it's the least we can do. Look, guys, we always say on the on these podcasts that uh, we want to talk to you next, and I mean it. I really do. You got to go out there. You got to make things happen. Go out, crush it, get it done, so that we can interview you to tell your story on the next episode of the Wholesale Elite. Until then, Eva, thank you so much. We'll see you guys around. Thank you. Peace. Peace. What up, Elite fan? That's a wrap for today's episode. But look, if you got value out of the show today, do us a huge favor and give us a review or give us a like or subscribe. Do all the things to help us get the word out there. And look, we want to see you on the next show. So get out there and crush it, make it happen. Stay tuned for the next episode. Peace.